Hey, small business owners, thanks for tuning in. This is The Big Small Expert, a show for independent retailers that gives you tips and tricks on how to make your business stand out in a sea of big box retailers. I'm your host, The Big Small Expert, Melissa Palermo, and I opened my first retail store almost 20 years ago, and my passion for retail business has continued to grow ever since. Today's episode, we're going to talk about inventory management, all about inventory. It's going to be a good time. For more small business tips and tricks, subscribe to this podcast or connect with me on uh, Instagram or Facebook at The Big Small Expert. Don't forget to check the show notes on other ways that we can connect. All right, so let's talk inventory. Holy Hannah, inventory is so important. It really is the key to what you're selling in your retail business, right? Without inventory, you've got nothing. Um, So we're going to assume as we're talking about all of this that you are in the modern age and have a point of sale system, something, a computer system that keeps track of your sales, the inventory that you receive and purchase, who you get it from, because you're going to need it to be able to run reports. Okay, so we're assuming you have a point of sale system. It could be QuickBooks. It could be something else. It doesn't matter. um, But you do have a point of sale system. If you don't think about getting one, by the way. All right. So first thing when it comes to inventory is you are going to want to have an assortment plan. And you're like, what's an assortment plan, Melissa? Basically, it tells you the right amount of product to have at the the right amount of product, the right amount of the right product at the right time for your customers to buy. Um, because if you are sitting down and meeting with sales reps or you're sitting down looking through catalogs or going to... Um, wholesale shows and you're just buying on a whim, that is going to cost you money. Money that you chances are you don't necessarily have to spend or want to spend. Um, So having a plan is huge. Now, if you're just starting out, you're going to be guessing. And I totally understand that. You don't have any data to look back at. Um, You don't have any reports to run to see what your customers are buying. However, if you have been in business for long enough to have, say, a year's worth of data, you're going to go through and you will um, figure out and make a buying plan or an assortment plan. So depending on what kind of store you have and what kind of product you have is going to depend on the amount, the number of assortment plans that you have. So let's say you're a toy store. You may do two to three assortment plans because you may do your buying two to three times a year. You know, you might fill in and um, purchase the best sellers over and over more than that. But you might have two to three seasons. There might be the Christmas season. There might be the Easter season. Um, So that could be two. Maybe you are at a summer destination at the beach. So you might have a third season in there. You're going to buy for summer, for tourists. If you're, say, an apparel store, you may have six to seven times that you are sitting down, doing an assortment plan, and buying for your store because fashion changes very, very quickly and often throughout the year. And of course, that depends on where you are located in the country, what the weather's like. You know that. Um, So in order to sit down and be able to do an assortment plan, you need to have in your point of sale system, you need to have your inventory divided into departments. And a department is not how you 
would buy the product or who you buy it from. So you're not, let's say you're a shoe store. You're not going to have all, one department is Nike, one department is Reebok, one department as Easy Spirit. Mm -mm. It's how your customers purchase it. So it may be running shoes, walking shoes, flip-flops, sandals, cross trainers. It's about the actual type of product, um, not the brand or anything like that. That's how your customer is purchasing it. So if you, again, have the shoe store and you're selling more cross trainers than you are walking shoes, okay. Now you can go through your departments and get your assortment plan together and be like, wow, we need more cross trainers. We sold a a larger proportion of them in January because people were starting to hit the gym. Whatever. It's going to tell you what you need to buy and when. Because if you don't have it in your store when your customer's looking for it, they're going to go somewhere else. I mean, they have a need, and your job is to fill that need. So an assortment plan will really, really help you. Um, so keep that in mind. It does take a lot of work. It gets easier as you do it over and over. Um, there are going to be some changes, but it is data-based. And I mean, I'm, I'm a feeler. I always go with my gut. Um, However, my impression of maybe what the top five or top 10 sellers in my store are may be different than my assistant manager. They may be different than an employee who is there all the time. They may be different than what the reality is. The data will tell me what my top 10 best sellers are. And I guarantee you, if you actually run that report and you look, you're going to be surprised by a couple things that are in the top and a couple things that are in the bottom. So speaking of the bottom seller, shall we say, don't fall in love with your inventory. It's so hard to do. Chances are you have a passion for something about what you carry. So if you have a home decor store, you just absolutely think dishware is just gorgeous. You just got this, you know, a newer brand in. The colors are on trend. It's stunning. However, nobody is buying it. So, and it, and it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard to let it go. It's going to be hard to admit in your mind and in your heart that you made a mistake. That even though you love it, your customers don't. And you're in business to make money. So, It's going to cost you money if you fall in love with your inventory and you hang on to it for too long. Now, inventory is different. I can't say to you there's an exact amount of time that you need to go, oh, we have had this in our inventory for 90 days. That's too long. I can't say that. I can say, though, you'll know when you've had an item that has been around for too long, whether it's a seasonal item So maybe you still have, I don't know, all these Santa snow globes. But we're in February. We're in March. We're in July. You know, nobody wants them. They're out of date. They are costing you um, money in lost sales, okay, because people aren't buying them. They're taking up space, valuable square footage in your store that you pay rent or mortgage on. You know, you pay for every square inch of that store and you want it to make as much money for you as you can, but it's just sitting there like a 
dead, I don't know, like something dead, like a rock. Ah, There we go. It's just sitting there like a rock, just taking up space and not helping you at all. It also eats up your resources. You need to move it around if you're doing new store displays. You need to clean it or dust it as you dust your set, your shelves. You need to count it when you're doing inventory, all of those things. I mean, everybody in their retail store has some things that just have been there too long. And it is hard to say goodbye, especially if you have some sort of emotional connection to it. Um, but you got to remember, you of course you want to do what's best for your business and letting it go is what you need to do. So ultimately, your customers are going to decide if it's love or not. So they don't love it, right? You've got this stuff sitting there and your customers don't want it. There could be some things that are holding them back. Maybe it's price. Maybe it's time of year. It could be a seasonal item like we talked about. Maybe it's just not something that they understand. Maybe it needs to be demoed and that's just not something you can do. Maybe the packaging is unclear. Not your fault, but you did bring it in the store and they don't want it, you know? So it's hard, but you've got to let it go. And how do you let it go? Um, Well, you mark it down. You know, don't be afraid to mark it down. I know you're going to look and go, wow, I paid $10 for this item. I'm only charging 20, but I paid 10. And if I mark it down any more than 50%, I'm going to lose money on it. That may be the case. And maybe you start by marking it down to 15. And then it goes to 10. And you still have it. Well, let it go for even less. Try five. I know you feel like, well, now I'm losing $5. But that's not true. You're actually losing more. Because you could have an item on the shelf that you could really sell for $20 but it doesn't have space. You also are tying up your money. The money that you have to purchase inventory is tied up in this unfortunate item that people don't want. So let it go. Now, if you don't want to mark it down or maybe marking it down just isn't working, you're ready to to move it out the door, then you can always try donating it. Um, As a small business, you know, we uh, we all get asked for donations for fundraisers, for bingos, for all sorts of things. So if there is a cause that you like to um, support, maybe you have a really good customer who happens to be in charge of a cancer walk and they need prizes, go ahead, donate it. Of course, make sure your contact information is on there and ways for the winner of that item to come in and still shop at your store. But donate it. Um, Talk to your tax preparer, but chances are keep a record of that and you may be able to use that on your taxes. I'm not a tax preparer, so I don't know for sure. Um, If you don't want to donate it, you don't want to mark it down, you can always use it as an incentive for one of your own events. Maybe you do some sort of event in your community. Who knows? Um, Or maybe you want to have a really cool customer appreciation sale in July and people can come in and win door prizes. Use it as a prize. There are lots of different ways to get it out of your door that can still benefit you besides for freeing up money and um, 
shelf space. So there are, you know, you can look at all the different options, but let it go. I know it's hard. Think like frozen and let it go. Okay, so you're going to let it go. All right, now keep an eye on and familiarize yourself with your manufacturer's return and credit policy. Sometimes, and it all depends, but in my personal experience, I have had um, manufacturers that I have dealt with, some gift manufacturers or gift companies, that maybe I'll get a whole display of something that is personalized and has names on it. Well, they may take back or give me credit for a certain percentage that hasn't sold. Who knows? Um, Definitely know what their policies are. You know, it, it doesn't hurt to ask. It doesn't hurt to find out. If they don't really have anything to offer you, they're like, well, you bought it. It's yours. You're stuck with it. Try and talk to your sales rep or sales reps. I have also had in my experience where I might have some product that has just been sitting there and they, because they go to other stores all along in their territory, maybe a store closer to the beach that they have sells this item like gangbusters and they can just take it and transfer it to that other store for me. I'll get the money out of it, my wholesale cost. They will keep their other customer, they'll, they'll keep both customers happy. The one who is receiving the inventory that they sell a lot of, me, who got stuck with it, so to speak. Um, it, it, it's great. It's great. So talk to your sales reps. Your sales reps are actually a really good resource to use. Now, yes, they're trying to make a sale. You have to keep that in mind. However, they do go around. They do see other stores. They do see what's working in other stores that are similar to yours, whether it's a gift store, a toy store, a shoe store, a clothing store. They see, and they may see something that is really working well for another business owner. Ask them, you know, say, hey, do you know anything that's working really well for somebody else that I should try? Worth a shot. They've seen it. They talk to them. They've done the the legwork for you. And they want you to sell more because they sell more then. So it's a win-win for everybody. Now, here's an inventory fun fact. An inventory fun fact. That sounds good. Um, Did you know that the first half of a display, like the loaded display, sells twice as fast as the last half? So let's say you get one of those big cardboard displays got five shelves in it. It's filled with 60 SKUs, 60 items in there. That first 30 will sell twice as fast as the last 30. And you're going to have trouble getting rid of those last few. So it's really important. This is where the buying assortment comes in. um, The assortment plan comes in really, really handy because if you can keep the, that, that display full or close to full, you will sell your that inventory twice as fast. So it's 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 really 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 helpful um, in keeping that in mind. Now, of course, maybe you're like, it was a once and done. We got this display in. It's seasonal. We're not going to order it again. Don't be afraid to take it out of that big cardboard box display that they give you that has the five shelves and put it in something else that's nice a little bucket a basket something that is looks full 
And again, that will help you sell that inventory faster. Inventory really is the lifeblood of any retail business. We know that. It's ultimately why our customers come in the first place. Um, So having what you need, finding new things. If there are wholesale shows, um, if there are... um, shows that are geared just for your line of business, be in the know. Get to know what's coming out, what's happening, what what feedback other retailers have on things. And again, you can do that by asking your sales reps. You can also do that by being a part of any sort of organization that is for your line of business. There are some for all sorts of different retail stores. So look into that as well. Sometimes those are member, you have to pay a membership. You're going to have to decide if that's worth it or not. Could be, but definitely having that information. Information is power. We all know that. And getting bogged down and overloaded with it, I know is a risk. However, product is, I'm going to say it's number two in retail over customer service, but you have to have that product in order to encourage and have your customers hand over their hard-earned money, you know? So, all right. Thanks so much for tuning in. This has been The Big Small Expert. I'll catch you again on another episode.